the Yak Babies. Sex, Presidents, and Sometimes Books. Welcome to Yak Babies, the only podcast on the internet sponsored by Tiny Terry's Turnip Farm. My name's Aaron, here my personal pals Dave. Hey, boys. We have Brick. Hello. And of course, we have new American Nico. Hello. Yes. I thought it was old American. I thought it was old still. Well, now you're new. (laughs) Embrace it. (laughs) I mean, I can go back to old if you want. (laughs) Or we can do middle. I'm just confused. (laughs) You know, it's always changing on the uh, the ground underneath us, uh, like shifting sands. Gentlemen, uh, we have a topic today that came from the mind of Dave, like Athena springing from Zeus's forehead. Dave, tell us all about this devious idea of yours. Well, the I listened to you guys talk about book recommendations on our on a recent episode, and it made me think about how there have been a few times where we've recommended books to each other to uh, varying degrees of success. Sure, and a lot of heartache along the way too. I think. <laughs> yeah, friendships tested. Yeah, for sure. Um, and still strained. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is an act of antagonism, this podcast. This is not a friendship exercise. This is actually a battle. <laughs> so I thought we could do something around recommendations and like sort of a, like see how well you know your fellow Yak Babies reading tastes after 10 years of recording podcasts together. So we're doing kind of a Secret Santa thing where we each... So I drew names out of a hat and we're going to each recommend a book to that the person whose name we you, you were assigned and then i don't know maybe around christmas do like a secret santa kind of thing well the that yak baby will talk about whether or not it was a good recommendation and mostly why not probably <laughs> yeah why they felt punished yeah this is this is part one of a two-part episode uh like a sort of what are we reading special edition Secret Santa, where we'll we'll sort of culminate in yeah around Christmas, where we sort of reveal what we read and we liked it or not. This is a great idea, and as we discussed it on the text chain yesterday, Nico pointed out how quickly it turned into spite. <laughs> and how it was supposed to be something that was meant to be fun, and we immediately started making suggestions that were about torturing our friends. Uh, so we'll see what our <laughs> suggestions are. So today we want to run down just our suggestions, our, our give our our gift assignments to our our personal pal, Secret Santa readers. And kind of discuss some of the reasoning why, see what their reaction to it is, and then kind of prime the pump for our discussion later. This is like the this is like the edging of the discussion. <laughs> edge uh, lords, the edge lords. We <laughs> yeah, little, little <laughs> that's what edge lords means. Our other podcast, edge lords. Let's see. Let's start with well, Dave. Let's start with you. Who was your secret Santa? Who are you picking for? I am picking for you, my friend. Okay, great. I want to hear what my assignment is. Your assignment is to read. Stuart Dibbick's Coast of Chicago. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Again. <laughs> For you, I chose a book that is about, it's like about a sad aging guitarist who blew his one chance of fame and feels like he, he should have done more with his life. And so he continues making albums like in obscurity. But what makes it particularly interesting is that he also writes and collects like fake reviews of those albums in like a compendium that he calls his chronicles that nobody ever sees so he has like this fictitious fictitious version of himself that rises to fame and has this big you know listenership yeah it's called stone arabia by dana spiata huh and it's he's not the debut protagonist he's the protagonist brother so the you know it's been I don't know, it came out maybe 10 years ago, and I haven't read it since, but, you know, it's kind of stuck with me. 
Um, yeah. And the protagonist is his sister, and she has her own set of problems. But he's kind of a main problem. And I think when it opens, he's approaching 50, and he, in his, like, fictitious autobiography, is, like, a news clipping that he's killed himself. So she fears that he's heading toward suicide in, like, real life. Right. So there's, it's like a lot of, there's a lot of interesting like line blurring and, you know, the way that we sort of view our own histories, that kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, the themes sound right up my alley. It feels up uh, your alley. Yeah. A lot of good music stuff in it and definitely some interesting characters. Well written too. I mean, it's literary fiction. Right. Like the good version of it. That's awesome. Yeah. Music concerns of about passing of time, about failure uh, and identity. That all is uh, right up my alley for sure. That sounds really good. Is it contemporary? About when was it written? About ten years ago. Okay, sorry. Awesome, cool. Looking forward to this. This is gonna be good. Dana Spietta, you said? Spietta, yeah. S P I O T T A. Gotcha. I reviewed it in your hometown newspaper too, so you probably should have seen that. Oh, that's right. Uh, it's in my Dave uh, journal where I have all your clippings and a bunch of pictures of you on the wall that I look at. Uh, actually, I just wrote the a Dave fake Arnold's. review that's in my own scrapbook. <laughs> <laughs> If the book doesn't exist, it's in your head, too. <laughs> when I go to find you, you're going to kill me in a bookstore. Excellent. Okay, let's all pass the chain on. So my recommendation, my secret Santa was Nico. And this was t- tricky for me because <laughs> I wanted to give Nico something that he would want to read uh, and that he would probably enjoy. But I also perhaps selfishly wanted to pick something I could read along with Nico because I wanted to have a hand-holding experience with my friend. Here. So with a couple of different ideas. And I don't want, necessarily want us to vote, but I want to just like, kind of throw some options out there. So my first choice was the Alan Moore graphic novel from Hell, drawn by Eddie Campbell, which is his uh, sort of big exploration detective work story about Jack the Ripper. Because I know Nico listened to the Alan Moore masterclass thing recently, and he, he read Swamp Thing and is being into Alan Moore a little bit. And we talked about From Hell when you came to visit a couple, about a month ago or whatever that was. It's a great book. I read, it, I read From Hell before, but it's been a long time. I read it probably in, gosh, probably high school. Maybe college, actually. No, I think probably college. And for sure, didn't fully grasp the breadth of it. It's a really complex and, and dense work. So I'd love to go back to it. And that could be, you know, a version of fun. I don't know how you would define fun necessarily for a book about Jack the Ripper. It's very grisly, but really, really good. And this is also... It's longer. Yeah, this is also the book that Alan Moore said, like, his wife would tell him that he had to stop working on every once in a while because he would get it would affect him too much and he would start getting, like morose and like dark and and she was she was uh displeased by that so it's interesting yeah <laughs> yeah it could be a morose and dark experience yeah. to read it as well it's long but it's also i mean it's a it's comic so it's a it reads pretty quickly but still it requires some some dedication my second choice was also a longer text it's a it's a 700 word <laughs> 700 novel, words but it'll go by quickly it's pages so no, sorry 700 pages my bad yeah, sorry. It's Charlie Kaufman's novel, Ant Kind. Have you guys uh, read about this no. or heard about it? I do like Charlie Kaufman, though. Yeah, I thought I, I, I figured that. And I've heard a lot of good stuff about it. It's his, his first novel. It's about a movie critic, but apparently it's insane. It's just like fully in his weird voice and style. And, and the plot doesn't really make sense as or isn't as important as just like the weird jokes. And there's, yeah, it's like sort of like a satire, I guess, of Hollywood, but also just like a bug nuts kind of meta thing so it's long like it's i got it right here i just picked it up this weekend whoa uh, but the thing is the print's pretty big 
and the chapters are short. Like the ch- it's like there's like ninety okay. chapters, so like every chapter is like two pages or so. So it probably is a faster reading experience than than you would think. And my third option was the James Bond novel, The Spy Who Loved oh, Me. Which I also just picked up. <laughs> now that's a short read. That'll take about you know an afternoon, if not less than that, potentially for you. But also fun and plotty, and I want to read that as well. Um, so those are my three options for Nico from Hell. Ant kind or the spy who loved me. I am leaning towards from hell. Yeah. Do I get a pick? Would he? Yeah. Sure. Why don't you? Get, why don't you? I would pick there? from hell too. But I mean, like okay. primarily, like for one thing, just because you've read it and you liked it. So I think that's yeah. that's already you know a step in the right direction. Versus like right. maybe this Charlie Kaufman book is good. Maybe it's dog shit. I don't know. <laughs> I'm I'm stuck like deeply stuck in that Alan Moore novel, the super long. Jerusalem, right? Jerusalem. Oof, yeah. It is. It is tough. So yeah. yeah, I would pick. I would pick from hell too. Okay, let's do that. I'm gonna get my old edition, or maybe I'll buy the new one because there's been an updated one since then. My old one's kind of crappy. I'll read that along with you as well, so we can discuss it together because it's been too long since I read it. Yeah. How many years did it go on? Like, oh, I don't know. I don't think it came out regularly. I think it could have came out maybe somewhat okay. like sporadically. I can't yeah. remember the exact publication link okay. of it. All right, awesome. Nico, who was your secret Santa? My pick was Brick. So. Brace yourself for this. This I picked <laughs> the library at Mount Char. No. Uh, have you guys have you guys heard of this? No. <laughs> well, false. You heard about it from it's me because I read it in oh. February. <laughs> <laughs> so I read it in February. I really liked it. It came out in 2015, and it was this guy's debut novel. It's it's completely batshit. Like the style and the the premises is really original and i think he's kind of one of those cases where he tried to write a book to public to get published and he kept getting rejected and say and people would say like it's too uh, you know i don't know not original enough or whatever and so he was like all right well fuck you i'm gonna go all the way out the window and he came up with this book and so it's 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 got a lot of horror kind of themes reminds me a little bit of frankenstein so so I figured of the books that I've read and liked in the past couple of years, I think this is the one that Brick would also like. So a, I'm planning to reread it too or re-listen to the audiobook. Here's a little preview of um, a future episode. That'll give me a, an excuse I to do that. I just looked this book up on Amazon. The paperback is $14 and the hardcover is 56 Paperback version. It must be running out or something. Yeah, I th- that must be like the first... <laughs> must be the first edition or something like sure, it's it's, just, it's uh i mean it's seven years old so it's it's a little out of the way yeah in this so it's about the the daughter of a god and it's like halfway between kind of a mythological story and a story of an abusive parent who happens to be a god and just all the all the ways that that happens that that is not the kind of story that i usually like so, so I, I don't know. I think stylistically and, and uh, the writing is really good. And I think, yeah, for those reasons, I picked it. Also, I just looked it up on, on his website and like if he's written another book since then. And he, he is not. And he says that his work in progress is a noir version of Scooby-Doo. <laughs> 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 where, where a talking dog is trying to solve a crime. And he said he's almost done with it. And that message was from August 2019. So hopefully he survived that COVID. Sounds, I don't right, know right. what. That sounds amazing. <laughs> he, said, he said everybody hated the first draft. <laughs> so, great. Yes. That's great. That sounds right up uh, Brick's Alley. That sounds like... The kind of mythological thing sounds perfect. It's ordered. Yeah. Nice. nice. 
All right, Brick, you had Dave. All right. Lay it on us. I might be walking into a Lullaby Columbus situation here, but I distinctly remember one time Dave telling me he'd never read Lolita. I knew it was oh, shit, yeah. I should have known that. <laughs> so I do have a backup in case you either have read it or don't want to read it. But uh, the backup's 700 pages, so you're in trouble. <laughs> Not only do I want the experience of talking about my favorite book with you, I also think you will like it. So that's why I picked it. I think you will appreciate the writing. And I think as our resident podcast uh, sex criminal, <laughs> you will appreciate the dark humor in the book. Yeah, of course. And then you get to share the share the experience of me with, uh, <laughs> I have of trying to determine whether or not to mention in public you like the book. Yeah. <laughs> because no one, no one who has opinions on it has actually read it, and they just assume it's a book glorifying a pedophile. So that's fun. So look forward to that. I hope you pick that. If not, uh, my backup here is a book that I love very much and I've been thinking about the last, gosh, eight years, seven years, that I mentioned a while ago. It is Anthony Trollope, uh, The Way We Live Now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which is another book I think you will really like. It is a solid pushing 800 pages, though. So, um, but maybe just put that in your in your retirement backlog or something. But it is about a... Um, retirement backlog? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's an optimistic yeah, we're getting there. idea. <laughs> they were ever, we're, yeah. He will ever retire. Yeah. Maybe you'll read it, it in 25 years. Retire to the grave. <laughs> Yeah. It, yeah, it is about a rich guy when I'm still working. Yeah, but you'll be you'll be just three quarter time by then. You'll have time for a big book. Uh, I mean, the world will probably end by then anyway. It's about a guy who, well, it's about sort of like high society in London, and uh, what happens is this dude comes in and he's sort of like an eccentric billionaire asshole, right? And he kind of upends the whole like order of of society and and of of the politics and all that and everyone kind of falls over themselves to invest in his business because uh, he's like a railroad magnate or something like that and it turns out he's just a con man and so uh there's a lot of parallels to what we've dealt with in our country in the last few years of sort of powerful people falling over themselves to support like what becomes increasingly obvious as a charlatan and then that that's sort of like well we're in this we're in for an inch we're in for a pound right that is not how that idiom goes but that's okay in for a penny in for a pound <laughs> there it is yeah or a tuppence in this case in for an inch in for six inches <laughs> it reminds me a lot of that book the sinclair lewis book too oh yeah uh, which came it couldn't happen later. here that's a similar it's not quite as it's not based on fascism, but it's it's that same sort of oh things haven't changed that much in two hundred years have they kind of feeling when I yeah so right. um, and if you ever do decide to read this let me know because I would like a reason to reread it but I'm probably not going to unless I have a good point. Mm. but pick Lolita you can pick yeah. Lolita too but, but Lo- Lolita you don't have to reread I probably will anyway but uh, yeah yeah he's got tattooed in his body Lolita's much shorter Lolita's uh, I think just a little over three hundred mm. and it's it's a very well written book. Plus, it's one of the modern library picks. You can check one more off the checklist. Yeah, put it on your put it on your belt. Yeah, yeah, excellent. It'll be up to like seven. <laughs> <laughs> these are all good picks. This is an exciting collection of reads. I'm looking forward to seeing what everyone thinks of these. I think good picks all around. Good mind reading or good sort of like judgment of character for your friends. That's always always nice to see. So good job. We will return with our thoughts on these books sometime towards the end of the year, and we'll do a big episode where we talk about do reviews what we thought. And then we will read, we will judge our friends' judgment and see if they were right or wrong. Until then, find us on Twitter and tell us, I don't know, 
what books do you want us to read or what books do you want your friends to read or do something like that <laughs> we're at yak babies on twitter you can also email us at yakbabiespodcast at gmail.com with those thoughts and ideas and suggestions and so forth also if you want more yak babies content go to patreon.com slash yak babies for access to our bonus podcast there's so much more going on there for one dollar a month that's all we're asking you can get access to vertebra episodes where we talk about the pressing questions of the day that affect bros across the world there's also games where we do like the emi game where we translate different sort of concepts back and forth into various languages try and guess them there's also a whole other podcast of 101 ghost jokes ranked where we ranked ghost jokes and lost our minds all that stuff is waiting for you for a dollar it's all good and worth that time and of course we have our merch at tinyurl.com slash babies where you can get t-shirts and posters and mugs with bricks designs in them all very funny and all very worth it until then yak babies yakking off the Yak Babies would like to thank all the loyal listeners, and especially their patrons, both past and present, including Michael, Bonnie, Sebastian, David, Roger, Kathleen, Bailey, Andrew, Gilbert, and William Howard Taft. Oh.